it's time for school days. Hope for moms and dads of school-aged kids. I tell parents, you're like a training wheel on a bike. Your job isn't to make the bike move. Your job is to keep the bike upright. Those of us who are the true educators, we really want to be given the opportunity to educate the whole child. We can get free college degrees based on all of the opportunities that are out here and available to our students. Oftentimes, as parents, I think we want to protect our kids, but I think one of the greatest gifts we can give them is allowing them to experience adversity. Yeah. Here's your host, Danita Bailey. Well, good evening and welcome to School Days, Help for Moms and Dads of School Age Kids. I'm Danita Bailey and I have my whole family here with me today. <laughs> today is another kid takeover and it's safe to say that we are living in the most unusual year of our lives. Our kids now more than ever are making history. So we've talked to administrators, we've talked to teachers, and now we want to hear from the kids, and specifically we want to hear about their experiences with in-person learning during the COVID-19 global crisis. So since this is a kids takeover, and I have never done this before, this is a bit of an experiment. <laughs> I have um, all three of my kids with me here in the studio, and so they're gonna help me with the intro, and then we're gonna um, move on to our guest for today. So first of all, we have DJ, who is, 12 years old. We have our middle child, Jonathan. He's 10 year old, 10 years old. And we have Christina, who is seven years old, getting ready to be eight in a couple of weeks. So I just want to know what, um, well, first of all, DJ, can you tell us why we decided to not go in person? Me and my mom, we have asthma. So when like if we catch the coronavirus and we're trying to keep safe because if we catch if we catch coronavirus, it can literally knock us out. And I've had asthma attacks. I don't know if my mom has, but I bet you she has. And it's not a good thing. And it it attacks your immune system, so it's gonna be bad for us. So that's why we stay home. Okay. So Chrissy and John, what do you guys miss most about um, being in school? I miss meeting new friends. Mm-hmm. And what's happened to our camera? It's kind of a square shape. That's okay, buddy. Chrissy, what do you miss most about being on campus? Well, I miss my teachers. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, when do you guys think we're going to be able to go back to campus? I think um, in Christmas, Christmas during night. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. This year, New Year's Eve? Yes. Yes. Oh, so 2020? Yes. Oh, okay. So we'll be back in at the beginning of 2021, you're thinking, like after the break? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Oh, yes, ma'am. So mannerable. And John and Chrissy, when do you think we'll be back? Uh, I think like next year during the fall. Next year during the fall. And Chrissy? I mean, John? In a thousand years. <laughs> it feels like it. Well, I hope not. Um, but thank you. Thank you for uh, being with me on the show. You guys want to help me um, finish up the intro? Yes. Okay. Yes. Go ahead, bud. Before we go any further, let me say, it takes a village. If you hear a great parenting tip or nugget of advice, share it with your parent friends. Facebook it, Instagram it, tweet it, link it in, and add the hashtag school days show or I am school days. And also, we want you to be part of the show. If you have questions or comments to give us, at 214-444-5575. My turn? Mm-hmm. Oh, or if you're live with, with us on Facebook, you can drop a, us a question there. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much for helping me start the show. Dave is actually going to join us. Hi, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for joining Fresh us. Fresh off of work. So how was, how was work today? Well, as I've been telling you, I am uh, lonely and bored. Lonely and bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only have one physical class a day with students and the rest of mine are virtual. So I'm literally in a classroom all by myself teaching. 
Um, it's kind of wonderful and it's, it's just weird. There's nobody in the hallways. I teach middle school students and there's no life in the classroom. They all, they all look kind of sad. Um, <laughs> hallways are silent. The kids don't rotate, at least in my school. And so lunches are brought to them. And it's just weird. I feel like I'm in the building all by myself, but I'm there with you know several hundred students. But it's it's just a ghost town. It is what it is. Mm, I'm sorry, but you know I'm getting a lot done, and my kids. I mean, my kids are doing great, but it's just. I kind of miss getting on my kids about, you know, you know acting this, up in the class. Yeah, it's weird. It's <laughs> like, like I kind of miss it, you know, because even my real active kids this year they're just looking at me like I'm crazy online. They just stare at me, and they don't want to mute. They just type. <laughs> but it's all good though. I am enjoying it though. Okay. Well. Yes. Hey everybody. Um, it's temporary. Yeah, this is all of our, our guests, and we're getting ready to actually get started. Um, if you guys could tell us your name, your grade, and who you live with or where you're living. Curtis, let's start with you. Hi, my name is Curtis Stroud. I live in Carlisle, PA. I'm in seventh grade, and I live with all my family. All your family? Is that like a brother? Do you have any siblings or... Um, my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Sajel, am I saying your name right? Yes, you yes. are. Yes. Okay, Sajel. My name is Sajel Burkett. I'm a junior in high school, so I'm in 11th grade. And I live in, Con well, I'm from Denver, but I live in Connecticut. I go to boarding school. And so I get to live, luckily this year, with all of my friends. That's awesome. Abby? Uh, my name is Abby Agua. I'm in 12th grade, so I'm a senior. Um, I live in Prosper, Texas, and I live with my mommy, my daddy, and my five siblings. <laughs> five siblings. Five, five siblings. That's a lot of people. Yes. Okay, Brielle? Hi, my name is Brielle Burkett. Um, I'm in sixth grade. I live in Denver, Colorado with my mom, my dad, and my brother, and sometimes my sister when she's not at school. Right. <laughs> yes. And, um, okay. And so Sajel and Brielle are uh, sisters there. And then Grant? Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Grant. I am a ninth grader or a freshman at Argyle High School. I also live in Argyle in a community named Harvest, and I have one older brother, Hunter, who's actually been on this show that's in college right now at UNT. Yes, Hunter has been on our show. Is it three or four times? At least three. Yeah, he's been on the show quite a bit. He's been on pretty much every kid takeover we've done, so he's been awesome. We were excited to have Grant on. All right, so jumping right in. Tell us um, what you and your peers know about COVID-19. Anybody at all? I'm not going to call your name, so just unmute yourself and talk. Just jump on in. Kind of like in, in school. <laughs> um, well, there's not really much that's taught about it. It's just what you hear from the news, that it's very infectious and that it can be spread through surfaces. And I mean, obviously you have to wear masks because it's also spread through the air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you mean through the air, like airborne or? I wouldn't, ne I wouldn't necessarily say airborne, but when you have a mask, like let's say you have COVID and you cough directly like onto someone that's gonna travel through the air the actual particles mm -hmm. and can't get that other person sick. Okay. Yeah. Anybody want to add anything? Um, it is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Real. Um, so again, something more from the news. Uh, again, it's very infectious and it can be spread through what? practically anything. And, well, yeah, practically anything. 
Mm -hmm. Anybody else? We know that not everybody who gets it has symptoms and those who don't show symptoms tend to be the most dangerous because they go around not knowing that they've con 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 contracted that they have the virus mm -hmm. and can then go on and spread it to others. Yeah, that is a very good point. I've never heard anybody say they're the most dangerous, but that is a, a I, mm. I would agree with that. That's very, very sage of you, wise of you. Yeah, because just they could be sitting there smiling and, and <laughs> smiling in your face, smiling in your face and, you know, um, have COVID and you don't know it and they don't know it. And everybody thinks it's all hunky dory um, while you're there. Uh, let, me, let me ask you guys this. So what what are the so you guys are all physically on your campuses, correct? So when you walk into school, like what what's it like? Are this just, hey, come on in, glad you're here, or is there any type of um, safety precautions? Like what's what's happening as you enter into your buildings? Well, right quick before we before we ask that, can I ask them one quick question? Yeah. I want to know how it is that you got you and your family decided that you were going to do virtual learning. I mean, not virtual learning. You were going to come to school and do in-person learning. How, how did you guys come to the conclusion that that's what you wanted to do? Um, so me and most of my family are visual learners. So it's more helpful for us to be inside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, my family decided because um, of how many new safety precautions we have. Um, like we can't even go inside of our building. We have to walk around to go to the back doors of all of our classrooms. And we don't get lockers this year. So I think my family decided by all of the new safety precautions. You, just, you, you felt like they were doing enough to keep you and um, your peers safe. Yeah. Anybody else? For uh, me, I think also for me, um, kind of like what Curtis said, uh, it was more of like a learning style thing. Um, I just mm -hmm. know like with the, when we first got quarantined and everybody oh. kind of last minute went to online, didn't really work well for me. So um I knew that I needed to be like in the classroom to actually learn at my best. Yeah. So. Abby, what were some of the, um, when you said it didn't work for you, what, what was it specifically that wasn't working for you? They said, no, this ain't, this ain't cutting it. Um, specific, specifically for my household, I have, like I said, five siblings <laughs> running around. You don't say anything else. <laughs> it was really difficult to like, <laughs> it was difficult to like find time to like be quiet or like be in my own space and like get in the zone um but our district really did their best but I just there were a lot of technical things there was just a lot and I just didn't want to have to deal with that yeah yeah I Sagel. get it Sagel well for me I kind of well for the past two years I've left home to go to school anyways so it was more like a, it wasn't really my parents who they, they ended up agreeing with my decision, but I kind of decided that I wanted to go back because one, being away from my friends from that long was very hard for me. I'm a very social person and um, I don't really have that many friends in Colorado just because the connections I made in middle school weren't the best. Hmm. But here I was able to find a lot of friends and being away from everyone and all everyone scattered across the world and time zones are really hard and finding time to talk to everyone and actually continue your strong connections were hard. So for me, we decided more on a, on like social, on the social aspect, but my, my school is very strict on, you know, safety precautions and stuff that also helped us make our decisions. So you're at boarding school where was there an option for, or is there, are there students who are just doing virtual? Yes. So, of course, they're not going to make you go on a plane or fly back here. And not everyone can fly back because some countries aren't allowing visas or flights out. So we've set up a system that you can zoom into classes from wherever you are. Is anybody zooming from from the dorms or from wherever you from where you are? Well, if you're going to zoom from campus, 
you have to go through a couple of steps. Basically, you have to contact the um, the health center and be like, hey, I'm not really feeling well. And then they will direct you further. But normally you can end up just zooming from your room. Gotcha. Anybody else? Grant. And then um, for me, it was pretty non-problematic because our school, I mean, the amount of precautions they've taken is kind of insane. <laughs> and I mean, almost everything that we've done every year has been like fully functional. It's almost the same as this year, just with these extra precautions put in place. And so my parents weren't really worried about me getting it and they still aren't. And they just asked me if I wanted to go back to school or stay at home. And when you're learning from a computer, there's sort of like a disconnect mm -hmm. because you can't, you can't like have a piece of paper in front of you and just be like, oh, this is the worksheet. It's a lot easier to just be in class so you can ask questions. So David already asked this question. What, what are some of the precautions that they've been putting in place? I was talking to you, Brielle, and your mom was, was talking about um, all of the extensive things that they've done to make sure that they protect the faculty and the students. So what are some of the things that they've done? Some things that they have done for my school is they did like a temperature check before you go into each classroom and before you enter the building. And they also wipe down like the tables and the desk and the chairs. Mm -hmm. Leave your classrooms. Mm -hmm. Same with me. Um, uh, every single, after every class, they, they wipe down all of the um, desks. And like I said, we can't even go inside of our building. We have to go around to, to go to the back door of all of our classes. And when you go in and leave, um, your class, you have to get hand sanitizer. There's like this really big, like two gallon um, thing of hand sanitizer. At the said two gallons. That, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> get that squirt of sanitizer. Oh, that's great. How about the rest of you guys? And then, um, so for our school, there's a few things that they do. And it's kind of specific to like what you do, depending on if you're like a football player or in the band. So like the basic for every student is we have these kiosks at the very entrance of the school inside where you stand on this. Uh, it's kind of like a dotted line. So you stand on it and there's a machine in front of it that takes your temperature. It's like a no contact thing. Oh, ooh. and so That's high tech. they have those. And then, yeah, it makes a little noise. And then like you're good to go. Or if you have a fever, there's always one of the administrators, like one of the higher up people, like um, monitoring it, making sure kids are taking their temperature. And then, you know, you have basic stuff like mask enforcement, make sure people are wearing their mask and wiping down the desk. And uh, I know because my band teacher told me this, they spray, I think it's called like electrostatic killing spray. I don't know what it's oh called. My. But they spray it every night. The custodians have to, and it kills apparently everything in the air. So any sort of germ, anything that's good or bad for you, it just kills it Man. like bacteria. Grant, what happens when somebody has a fever at that no contact temperature taking station? Do they snatch them up? <laughs> and you never see them again. <laughs> Get over here! <laughs> so I have actually never seen that happen, but you're supposed to get your temperature taken at home. Mm. That's one thing. Um, I know for band, we have to fill out a form every morning with your temperature. And they ask you like a series of questions, like have you come into contact with someone, but I would assume they take you. And so the nurse's office, they've made it where there's two entrances, one for well and one for unwell. So you go to unwell if you're having like a fever or COVID symptoms. And then well is like, if you have a headache or, a less minor injury. So, so I'm assuming they take them there and send them home. So it's like well, unwell, and unwell, unwell. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Something like Wait, that. What? Process what? So like if you're just regular sick, unwell, then you're well, not COVID unwell. But you have to go in the same door as the No, no he says there's two, there's two different ways to come in. Oh, so there's like regular sick and COVID sick, and, right? Oh, gotcha. How do you know which one you are? 
well, I guess body temperature, I guess. Usually a teacher will tell you. I don't even know the difference, honestly. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we had a doctor, a pediatrician on our show a couple of weeks ago. We wanted, the question was, you know, is it cold, flu, or COVID? Like, how do you know the difference? Because they they share a lot of the same symptom, right? Or allergies or, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, how about some of the other guys? Is there any, uh, anything... um, that stands out to you as far as like just how you come into your, your buildings? For us, it's been, um, there's like a lot of minor things that they've changed. Uh, of course, like uh, said, we do wear like our masks all day. Um, and then as far as like lunch and everything, we do have like normal lunch. They have the tables like sectioned off. We do have like F how many is that a b c d e f like five or six lunches um our school is really really big so that was one i think one of the biggest concerns um this year we did split off into two high schools but for my city like they only have one high school so we had four thousand kids in one school last year and so this year it's a little bit less and then of course we have the virtual options so um Lots of like, we're trying to social distance as best as possible in classrooms. As far as lunches, they have a section off. So like if you're AB, like alternating tables for alternating lunches, you can space out as best as you can. Um, I know as far as like specific classrooms, uh, for example, like science classrooms, we were doing labs and stuff like that. Um, however, now just recently, they just changed it to where all of our labs are virtual. Um, for art classes, we're not allowed to like share utensils. Everybody has their own stuff. So it's just very like subject to like that specific like course. But um, yeah, they've done pretty good, uh, I would say. With that many students, are you guys actually able to be six feet apart very often? No, no not at all. No. It's all up all on each other, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there, There's just no way we're going to be able to social distance like that. So. So how many of you guys have had any instances of COVID in your schools? We have, yeah. Actually, our whole football team just got quarantined, unfortunately. Ooh. They only had one case, Okay, but Ooh. one case means everybody gets well, What are they going to do now? Actually, this the last two weeks have been, I don't know. Are going to play Madden now instead of like, the game? Or? The last two weeks, we've had a lot of... I guess so. I don't really know what they're going to do. It's kind of like odd, awkward um, in the middle of their season. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. Wow. Um, Mm. I know for school, they actually keep a spreadsheet of cases. So it's like it's divided by school. And uh, so how our our school system works is that it's so there's two elementary schools, depending on where you live in the entire city of Argyle. And then there's one school. So one of the elementary schools goes up to fifth grade and the other one, fourth and fifth are in a separate school called the intermediate school. And so that school actually got shut down. The whole, Um, the whole building, the entire building. Yes, sir. Mm. So all of this had to go virtual. And, um, what what happened that you had to go, they had to get shut down. Was it that many cases or. I don't think it was a lot of cases. I think what the real problem is, is there's a sh- shortage of substitutes. So teachers are mm. getting, teachers are getting COVID and there's nobody to cover for them. Like uh, our teach, one of my teachers, he was telling me last week, the high school almost got shut down because we didn't have any substitutes. And that's not because of COVID, but when you have like 11, 11 uh, coaches, cause there's coaches that are also teachers when they have to leave because there's a football game and softball and volleyball, that's 13 people that are gone that are teachers. And there was only 11 subs. So what they did was pull a few teachers aides that are from the intermediate school and actually sent them to the high school for substitution. Wow. You know, let me just say something to that. I know that, um, you know, I was personally petitioning to stay home. Um, but you now they, you know, they needed me back. And, you know, we have some teachers now where like they have no, they have no breaks at all. Uh, my coworker on the math team, she didn't have lunch today until three. 
30 ish or so um they're just not people or it's you know can i go to the bathroom and and you know my schedule is a little more flexible because i have a smaller group of students but no i i get it and you know our campus isn't we're a charter school and we're smaller so we can you know we can kind of flex more but um i yeah there needs to be um bodies i mean people physically there and if they don't have enough people they're just to monitor the students especially as you go up to these other schools it's gonna it's definitely gonna be a challenge and i would guess there's probably a little bit of a shortage of people that are even wanting to be subs oh yeah I because mean, they don't want to expose themselves to possibly yeah i mean it subs they don't get benefits oh that's the, a good point. the pay is not all that i mean it's decent but is it worth if you get sick to you know i That'd be a whole other thing. I, I haven't really done a lot of research on it, but as far as substitutes go, it's probably a mass exodus of subs mm-hmm. going in other industries where you know, they can get a little more stability and you know where they can you know make sure that they're going to be okay. So get some benefits. yeah. Let me ask you guys. So this is something we've never seen before. You guys are making history. We're all making history. But with all the new safety measures that were put into place. How did you guys feel when you first got to campus? And I know two of you guys just started like a couple of days ago um, or last week or something like that. So you're probably not quite used to everything yet. So emotionally, how did it really impact you guys? Well, for me, emotionally, I was honestly really excited because I haven't really physically seen a lot of my friends in a really, really long time. Um. But I don't actually get to see some of my friends because we're doing a hybrid schedule. But um, I was really excited because the, of the majority of friends I did get to see, it was really nice seeing them. And we all, like, it took us, like, an hour to catch up. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, like, how do you catch up? Like, do you, like, hey, girl? And, like, do you, like, virtual hug? Or, like, do you, like, ooh, ooh, Do you do, like, the, the awkward air <laughs> hug? <laughs> Uh, well, I bet you're so um it was kind of awkward but yes <laughs> or the like the hard wave like i'm so excited to see you but don't touch me <laughs> yeah. uh, here i also was very excited i got here almost two weeks ago and i am so blessed this year to be able to live with four of my best friends so <gasps> we all get to you know relax take off our masks and you know actually be with each other but we were quarantined for a week mm. and a half before we we could actually go out and have in-person classes and everything. And that was nice at first because, first of all, it was nice to be out of the house and no offense, real, but kind of be away <laughs> from my siblings and my family. Hey, and hey, kind no, of, hey. you know, enjoy that independence that boarding school lets me have. How dare but you. But <laughs> on the other hand, like a lot of my, not not all of my friends live with me. So I couldn't see them for a little bit. And even now, it's it's still hard to see everybody because, one, it's been raining for the past week, but also because here, if you want to hang out with people from other dorms, then you have to have, um, you have to have adult supervision, which I don't really know what that means. And they haven't really outlined it in the <laughs> rules, but that's just made it really hard to see everybody. But the other thing is we have to get COVID tested every week. So it's really anxiety inducing because you get tested and it's like, do you have it or not? And, you know, we have, no one's really had it yet. Well, we've had one staff member who caught it, but no one's had it yet, but it's still like, do you have it? Do you not? It's like, you know, that's scared. It's like, Okay, so I'm I'm so curious about this. So is it like a day that everybody gets tested and you're all just kind of waiting, like you know your your grades from finals or <laughs> what? What kind of breakdown for us? What that that's like? So basically, here in in Connecticut at my boarding school, we don't call grades grades; we call them forms. So each form has a day to get tested, and the staff members. And the faculty members also have a day to get tested. So everyone, so for example, all of the staff go to get tested one day, all of the third formers go to get tested one day, all of the fourth formers, et cetera. And then two days later, if you get it, then you receive an email and you have to 
be quarantined and you have to leave campus. Oh. But if you don't, then you don't really know and life just goes on. What do you mean you have to leave campus? You got to go back home? Like they put you on a plane? I wouldn't say they put you on a plane. Everyone before coming to campus, we had to get tested and get a, um, we had to find someone in Connecticut uh, that we, whose house we can go to if we get COVID okay. or if the school shuts down. So then you would have to go to their house and you can't be on campus anymore. So you, <laughs> you have a house, uh, a fr- friend or family where you're going to call them and say, Hey, I've got COVID. I'm coming I'll over. over. Is, <laughs> that, is that what you're telling us? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what the school said. I, I don't know what they were thinking because I'm not quite sure many people are going to be like, Oh, you have COVID? Sure, come join us. Right. Come, come hang out with my family, you know? Right. Look, let me tell you right now, you wouldn't be coming to my house. I'll tell you this. will put you up in the Holiday Inn or something, but you ain't coming over to my house. Now, I wonder, I mean, I know we got to move on, but I wonder if it's like, you know, like with the NBA Finals just ended and these teams that lived in these bubble, like these you know, bubble worlds where, you know, they had to stay within the confines of their environment. Um, do you guys have any freedom to go anywhere, or do you guys have to stay in the in the in the campus bubble um, all the time? Like, what do you have to stay there all the time, or can you go out to you know McDonald's or I mean, what what's it like? We have to stay in our bubble. Mm. In previous years, our campus was considered the town in Walling, the town of Wallingford. So, like, you could go anywhere inside of Wallingford. You don't have to ask anyone because that's campus. But this year, campus is strictly the four big blocks where the school is. And mm. so you can't leave. You can't do anything. And just when quarant- like the quarantine period ended, thankfully, we were able to order, you know, order for delivery. So like Uber Eats, DoorDash, those kinds of things, which is great because not going to lie, the food here is not that good. Oh, no. <laughs> but- <laughs> But yeah, we can't go anywhere. If, if for example, if we have to go home, then we'd have to co- go through our deans and then fly home. And if we decided to come back, there's one house on campus where you're quarantined in before you can go back to in-person classes. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Um, oh, okay. The question was, What's it like being on campus? Was it a relief to be able to, several of y'all had said that we were really excited to be there. Was it weird? I mean, it had to have been a little bit weird, but just kind of how were you feeling about being there? It was definitely a relief. I'm just going to say that because um, like Curtis and Abby, I'm a very visual learner during online school. It wasn't really working out for me that well. If, yeah. So it was, it's de- it was definitely a relief. It was, really weird though like having some of the students just like seeing them off of a projector onto like the whiteboard mm-hmm. and then having some of them in class with me but it was definitely a relief mm-hmm. anybody else grant um, for me it was interesting because i mean and my friend group were pretty tightly knit so i mean we we like have communication with each other so it's kind of surreal when you go from eighth grade to high school because you see your friend that you've known for like five maybe like four or five years and they've grown a foot and you're just like (laughs) how did you grow this tall it's so confusing and i mean it's kind of weird but you just get used to it and yeah um it's definitely a shocker. That's for sure. Yes, you come from a line of taller people, so uh, I'm sure it's yes. <laughs> like, whoa, what ha- what happened to him? Um, so I mean, so socially, when you guys are interacting on campus, um, are your peers are they taking it seriously as a whole, um, or is it? You know, are there some clowns that are trying to you know make it a joke of it, or like what what's that been like? Has it been you know ser- serious as far as the safety precautions, or is it more loosey goosey? Um, for my school, some kids in the school like, well, 
three got kicked out because they thought it was a joke and they were like taking off their mask and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm. And, Kick, um, yeah, but, when you say kicked out, do you mean get out? They're not coming back or they're suspended for a little while. What what do you mean? Um, they're suspended for the rest of the year. They're at oh. the cri- they're at the crib. Wow. Yeah, so they're doing all online work. Oh, they use them in a, as an example. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's pretty but, serious. But um, some of the teachers, like, well, a lot of the teachers are taking it very seriously. and But some are still, like, teachers and stuff like that. And it's kind of weird. What did you say? Some are still what? Like, they're touching your papers for, like, things and all that they're touching your papers yeah you're not liking that they're touching your papers no you don't want them to be close are they able to stay a a little bit distance from you or are they like coming up to you and you know standing next to you like usual we're doing hybrid so they're able to stay further away okay did curtis did your parents give you any um guidelines or warnings or anything about going to school before you started back in person um yeah they said after every class we had to use hand sanitizer that was just what your what your family said yeah yeah Uh, do you keep your own stash Mm -hmm. yeah i keep (laughs) my own hand sanitizer did, did any of your other parents say, okay, now this is what you do when blah, blah, blah. Anybody else get some warnings, some precautions? Grant, your mom's a a, a a nurse. She works with babies, right? Yes, ma'am. She's a NICU nurse at Baylor. That's right. So did she have anything specific that she told you before you went back out there? Honestly, surprisingly, no. Because uh, I think they trust me a lot more than my brother because I'm more mature than my brother was at my age. Oh, <laughs> Hunter Hope. Uh, Hunter, did you hear that? <laughs> uh, he's probably listening out there. Extremely mad right now. Throwing shade, but, uh, at, his, throwing shade at his brother. Mm. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I can't really think of anything. I have my own hand sanitizer and I use it maybe after we do like an activity where I've been at multiple people's desk or like touching like pencils or something. Um, but really just keeping your mask on is like the main thing I feel like, because that's the most important thing is yeah. if you have your mask on. Yeah. Or um, is, are, are people having a problem with that? Cause I know a lot of adults have expressed um dismay about having to wear masks for long periods of time is that something that you guys are finding uh, finding it difficult to do yes definitely um me and i know a lot of my friends are having a lot of trouble keeping our masks on because it's so hard to talk with them on um it's really muffled um it's also really annoying to just have them on your face all day, especially when it's really hot. Since we have to walk outside to get to all of our classes, it's really hot. And just having a mask on and having the heat underneath the mask is just even worse. Mm-hmm. Or so um, I just, oh, sorry. <laughs> you can go. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say about the mask thing. I just recently invested in a face shield because Ooh. the masks were driving me nuts it would like pit, my nose would be like red and like start to scab and Ooh. it just i yeah. couldn't do the mask so i did the face shield and so now like people aren't confused about what expression you're making or like you're not hiding i can't stand that like people hide their mouths and you don't know if they're smiling or, like, smizing yeah if they're like giving a dirty look <laughs> so yeah the face shield's great i love it i can breathe i can smile freely so, yeah, that's been my kind of way to get out of the mask situation. So, Abby, are there other people that have face shields or are you in the minority or? I'm, I'm a pioneer for that one. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen one other person do it and I got one of my friends, actually got two of my friends to do it. Um, but there's like four of us. The teachers do, there's more teachers that wear them. Actually, a lot of the staff, but student wise, there's like nobody, but it's great. <laughs> 
I love that you're pioneering. I, I always yeah. wondered if there were going to be any kids that were going to do that. And because it's it's a lot. I mean, like, it it's a lot. lot. <laughs> but I, I get that you want to do that. Yeah, I know. You know, for me, you know, I so I'm, I'm all guarded up. I have my mask. I have a face shield and I have a big plexiglass <laughs> barrier in front of me, too. So, like, I tell them, hey, guys, welcome. Y'all going to get me sick today. You will not <laughs> get me sick today. Now let's go in and get to work. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it, it's it's weird. I mean, this is it's just this whole environment is it's me being back on campus and you know you is nothing. I can't I can't describe any other experience I've had. I've been in the classroom for you no know, twelve plus you no know, twelve years now, and I've never seen an environment like this before for everybody. You know, the teachers, the you know you you have those those uh half mask wearers admin street saying they have them oh over their gosh. mouth but not over their nose it's like you no know, cover nuts. up your nose you have breath out of your nose and and uh you know some they just you know we'll take it i'll tell my son do you want my wife or my son to die put that mask back on i'm not playing with you <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> sorry mr bailey Jeez. i'm not playing put that mask on um you know and i mean i get it yeah uh, you know, and so it says some of the teachers, some like some of the, a lot of the younger teachers, they seem to be a little more loosey goosey with with the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, it definitely is a new environment for everybody. Um, that we're all we're all we're all getting used to. We're all, we're all getting adjusted to it. Were there any other parents that were like, okay, then listen, this is how we we're going <laughs> to handle this when you get on the campus. This is what you're going to do. No, no. They were just like, listen to the people that are telling you what to do and do that. Yeah. Basically, but they're also having me do like, even though we put on that two gallon thing of hand sanitizer, we have to put on more hand sanitizer after, after the two gallons. <laughs> um, and like, of course you have to social distance, but yeah, that's basically it. Put on, yeah. put on like a facial wash. <laughs> I, I, sometimes I think about that. It's like I don't. Want to... you wearing goggles? I think. Mm-hmm. I like that I have glasses because it makes me feel a little bit more protected from people's spittle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so raise your hand if you uh, are down with uh, if you're going to follow Abby with the um, the face shield. Oh, Curtis is down. Curtis is down with the face shield. Grant, all y'all, all y'all would be willing to wear a face you know shield. What? Innovate, Sorry, be, I, be pioneers. I, I think I'm gonna have to step out on this one. <laughs> oh, face shields are not allowed at my school. Oh, oh, mask or no mask? Really? How come? Well, they say that face shields they, they don't cover the sides and bottom of your face. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that's true. So, oh yeah, a no. lot of my teachers so, are wearing face shields, but like they hot glued like felt to the sides of it to like the bottom. So now that well, yeah. can we just stop right there and say that's crazy? Not that it's a bad idea. I'm just saying y'all are going to school with teachers who have hot glued something to an apparatus on their face. I mean, just can we just like stop and just say this is the weirdest year ever? <laughs> it definitely has been. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I gotta admit, I look like a buster when I wear my face. I look like a buster. I look like I bet you do. I look like a chump. It's it's. I'm like, this looks ridiculous. Now, now there are some stylish ones that you can like. It's a face mask and a little shield right up over just to your eyes, like almost like glasses, but it's a face shield. And so you might want to, you know, that's the one I have. Oh, there you go. oh, oh okay. So it's yeah. not like a full like. I had that one at first, but then like I couldn't wear my hair down because I would be smashed like this. So <laughs> I got the little glasses one. Does that happen to be near? I was going to ask. It does, actually. Let's see it. All you listeners, you're going to have to just trust us on this one. (laughs) Or you could go to school. Oh, she has it like right there. She's she's ready to go. You could go to our our YouTube channel and you can see this portion of the episode or on a noggin foundation dot. Oh, no. So that's just as big as I thought it was. Oh, but it has the goggles built in. Oh, yeah. It has the goggles built in. It's great. I love it so much. But it's like my favorite thing. Let ever. me just say you look adorable. Like Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody Thank could you. pull that off, Abby. 
<laughs> yes. The next episode is on uh, face shield style. That's, that's next week. <laughs> Don't forget to tune in next week for that one. So I would I would wear it if it was that that's actually really cute and it doesn't have like a a weird color right here and yeah Grant and Curtis you guys said that you would be willing to do that would you guys rock that I'll rock that oh okay word. okay Abby look at you all see you see now see now you're an influencer well she's a senior yeah. like if a senior in <laughs> high school will do it then I feel like. You, that's a really good influence because the people that are younger than you are like, well, if she'll do it and she's totally cute. Okay, we're we're getting, right. we're getting <laughs> okay. Um, so oh, this, I would I definitely want to know. Okay, so what happens when somebody gets and maybe we've kind of already t- talked about this. What happens when somebody starts to show symptoms on campus? I know somebody said that there was a well door and a not well door. Was that you, Grant? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So they kind of divided it into different entrances, just so it's reducing the spread even more. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? And then, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Grant, I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. Um, it's weird. So, like, I'm not sure if this is a question, but... If you don't wear a mask, you obviously get sent home. But we actually had a student at our school wear a gas mask, like a World War One, oh. like, like where you pull it over your head and it it's got the the tubes. I don't know what you. Yeah, it's like a tube. It's made out of rubber. Like and so I think we got sent home. Um, <laughs> oh, we got sent home. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Brielle, what were you gonna say? I actually don't know. You don't know what happens when somebody starts coughing or. I don't know. But what I. But, 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 but what I guess would happen is that um, like Curtis, um, we have to fill out that we have to take our temperature every morning and submit it to the school's website. But um, if you don't do that, then somebody comes and takes your temperature in class. Mm-hmm. But what I guess would happen, what I think would happen was that they would again come to the class. And like, take you to like the office or something. <laughs> take you, you away. Something. Yes, they would take you away. Abby, you were re- kind of raising your hand. Oh, we. I as far as like symptoms during the school day, I'm not really sure. I know that the nurse. I've talked to her a couple of times. She said they have to like. There's a whole system with the parents and stuff. The parents are involved, but they have a whole like um, contact tracing method that they do as far as like who's been close to who so there's like seating charts and they look at the cameras and everything so oh, wow. that's why when one person gets it a lot of people then are pulled out of class like with the football team the whole football team quarantine so yeah there's wow. been a lot of one case is like 20 people gone oh so. gosh you know i did I wonder that. oh go ahead brielle information. so when somebody shows symptom- symptoms they get sent home and they have to zoom and they can't come back to school unless they get tested. Okay. Wow. I want to ask you guys, um, are any of you guys in any extracurriculars activities? And what's that like? Okay. So it talks about kind of what, if it's like sports or, you know, band or, you know, chess club, I don't know. Chess club you can't social thing? distance playing chess, can you? No, I guess not. <laughs> no you oh, can't. Well. Curtis, talk, talk, talk to us, Curtis. What's it like? Um, so I'm playing baseball for my Carlisle team. And so we can't be in the dugouts. And oh. like we have to line up along the gates. And the... Um, the umpire is calling the pitches from the pitcher's mound, and yeah, it's really weird. Wait, from the pitcher's mound? So where? Yeah. So the so behind the pitcher's mound. Oh, so like in between the pitcher's mound and second base, kind of like back there. Yeah. Oh, wow. So is everyone masked up, uh, or do they test before you guys play, or like what? What's what? what? Um, they don't test, but just. Take our word for it. Yeah. And you can wear your mask if you want to, but you don't have to. If you want to. 
Well, they're running, yeah. they're exercising. It makes it a little bit more difficult. Or easier to, to pass it on. Yeah, but I mean, so I know and from having friends in Colorado, Bri Brielle, you guys are required to wear masks outside. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. So if you're running or exercising or walking. Yeah, we actually have, so we do our sports every day. Um, I have, uh, I just signed up for soccer, um, but I did do volleyball. We have to wear our masks the whole time. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but wow. Oh. Do you get used to it? I mean, I tried to, um, cause I, I'm a runner and I tried to run with a mask on and I was thinking about my friend in, in, uh, Colorado who has to wear a mask while she's running. And I, I was really struggling. You kind of get used to it, but at the same time, you don't. Because when you're running, it kind of falls down when you constantly oh. have to pick it up. Um, but I guess when I was doing volleyball, if we were, like, far enough apart and we were just, like, bumping, um, I think I think we can take it off. Mm -hmm. But just if we're, like, we have to be, like, 15 feet apart to do that. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. We, Grant or Sagel. Sorry. sorry, you both took your mics off. So... I actually have a lot of information because uh, for 4A, Argyle is one of the bigger schools. And so, like, marching band-wise at least, and football-wise, we're, we're decent at football. There's always La Vega. But um, so it's weird because this year is a state year, so we have to take it seriously. And there's other bands that have been, like, massive competitors in the past for UIL, like winning the championship at state and these bands that are super big that aren't doing these precautions they're getting quarantined full band for two weeks um oh. i know north lamar is right now for two weeks all of the entire band's gone mm. so uh i think we should commend all teachers for like just going that extra mile work-wise because it's a lot more work for basically the same amount of pay and I mean, the precautions we're taking are kind of just like crazy excessive. You've got all these forms you have to fill out and temperatures you have to check. And you also get it checked when you walk in every day. Um, there's there's like these mesh covers that you put over your instrument now. Mm. If you're oh. like, a, like, let's say you're a saxophone or something. There's these gray mesh covers that you actually have to put over your instrument. I hadn't thought about um, that one. So when playing and it's like when it's spewing wind out, it actually reduces not the not the wind, but like the amount of germs or bacteria that get out of there to even reduce it from that point. And so um it's just a lot of stuff on us and they're getting hurt because Wow. Hey, that makes how sense. do you guys sound? Because I, I have a friend whose husband is a band director at UTA, and um, it's not the same. So it, do you feel like the sound has been compromised because of these safety measures? Well, since I'm a freshman, I don't really have a giant oh. frame of reference. <laughs> Good point. But I would say, honestly, no, not really. Because it's just this like thin mesh kind of thing. It's not, it doesn't really affect the sound that much. You can always play louder. So, I mean, always play louder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I, I played the trumpet um, until my wife sold my trumpet. She's no, no. He did not play the sold. trumpet until I sold it. I sold it because he had not played it in about 15 years. Well, because you didn't give me a chance. You, you gave <laughs> yeah, it away. fifteen years. I was, I, I, I was quite good. I was, I was in the, I was in the more complex band, the wind ensemble, and uh, all that. I, I didn't do marching band, but I was. Ask in, me if yeah. I've ever heard him play. Yes, well, I was quite good back in the day. I thought anyway, you were. But, I was very good. But you'll never know, will you? No. I yeah. Not. Anyway, I'll um, but be but okay. but to your point, I I get it. You know, because you know, when you're blowing, you know, you're blowing through the mouthpiece and the spit and the and the breath and the air coming out the front. Yeah, I, I get it. COVID. Um, yeah. COVID co coming out of your instrument. Yeah. So that's so, actually another thing. So there's um, spit valves on like trombones and stuff. Yeah. So when they're blowing, they collect the spit. 
Oh. And during summer band, you actually had to bring a Tupperware with oh. like uh, kitty oh. litter. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, with kitty litter. So you could empty it into the kitty litter and it would absorb in there. And then you could close the Tupperware. That makes sense. And then sense. change it out every day. Hadn't, hadn't it's pretty smart, that. honestly, but it just sounds stupid. Yeah. Oh, that's so disgusting. Because normally you, you just empty it blow it out to the, the ground and keep on going. But yeah. Fascinating. I'm, I'm, speechless Sajel you've been trying to say something for a little bit so here we're not allowed to leave our dorms without wearing a mask so if you're going to go on a run or go on a walk or anything like that you have to wear a mask but if you're going to exercise as long as you're outside you can wear gaiters so not like oh yeah ears, yeah ears. like you can wear gaiters but I, I play basketball so we're working out indoors you know doing basketball stuff because our season kind of got chomped off at the end of the year. Um, and we all have to wear masks. We all have to be socially distanced. And it's a bit annoying, but I mean, I've kind of been, but before I came to campus, I've kind of been like mask training myself because I, I didn't want to just come and just have That's smart. a mask day That's after smart. day after day. I kind of wanted to like know how it felt like and like know the level of annoyance before having to do it but i mean i haven't really had a problem with it except for you know when you have to run a lot and then you're just breathing really hard mm -hmm. that's that's really tough yes but other than that all the clubs are are online are on zoom i know for music all of like orchestra and wind ensemble they really try and try as they might doing it online is not the easiest mm -mm. and it's it's really funny sometimes because <laughs> my friends are in it so i watch them i watch them practice and it's it's hilarious how poorly it goes You're well, like, what <sighs> format are they because like so we're using zoom right now and every time we talk over you then your mic goes away like your your, your audio goes away and so there's a problem with Zoom, I know, with um, not being synced with one another. <laughs> so you can't really yeah. sing very well. Are they using some different format? Like Teams, I don't know if it's like that. I know everyone's using Zoom here. But I, we don't really have the same problem as you. I, I don't where people can talk over each other and you can hear everybody. So I know that's how they're doing it. They're definitely not in sync. But yeah, that's the problem. How do you wow. sing like? Because yeah. we've tried to sing "Happy Birthday" on a, a Zoom call, and everybody's all over the place. It's yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Hey, hey, real real quick. Um, what's what's lunchtime like? Like time to eat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come I, on, y'all. I'm hungry. Let's eat. I don't hate. I have a dislike. I really don't like how they did meal times this year so breakfast they deliver to our dorms the night before and then for lunch everyone has a 45 minutes to eat lunch it, they put it on your schedule and they're in one of five places across campus and for me it could either be right next to my dorm or all the way across i have to walk down down the hill and then up another hill just mm. to get to lunch and that really sucks for multiple reasons. One, I don't want to walk really far to just eat. And two, well, no. Two, I don't want to eat dinner at 7 p.m. every day. Seven. And I I really, really miss just being able to sit with everybody and just have a crowded lunch table. Yeah. And now it's like one person on one side of the table, one person on the other side. Oh, that sounds sad. We, we make do. Hopefully, once this rain starts, we're allowed to sit outside mm. and like sit socially distant with our friends. So hopefully, we'll have some nice days before yeah. it gets really cold. Yeah. I'm from the east, so I know you're in Connecticut, so it's about to get cold. I remember trick or treating in the snow, so I, I know how it is there. So uh, what's like when you have to walk across campus in December, in January? That ew. Ew. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry for you. <laughs> How about it, the rest it, of you guys? It, oh, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's nice 
sometimes in the winter, especially when it's like the first snow. But after that, and then everything turns, you know, mushy. Yeah. It's not you're over it. Yeah, yeah, I lived in Minnesota yeah. also. And, you know, it's it's cool for about a half a second. And then it's just gross uh, yeah. and messy. How about Curtis? How's it How's it for you uh, lunchtime? Time to eat. Let's go. Um, Lunchtime, usually we're still in our classrooms having lunch. And the lunches are not that good. So oh. I usually pack my lunch every day. Wait, oh. they're not good because you pack your lunch or yeah. you're getting school lunch? Well, he doesn't want the school lunch because they're nasty. That's what he's saying. Is that what you're saying? No, the school lunch is not good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, the school lunch is not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And so, like, when you're eating, is it like, do you, <laughs> you like, take off your mask, take a bite, and put it back on, or do you just eat? Just like, okay. As like, you can tell, we've not been out much. Yeah, we don't. We haven't been out <laughs> eat, in a restaurant yeah, or anything, we so we don't know what it's like on the outside world. <laughs> when you for eat. the outsiders, it's like you guys. <laughs> Curtis, talk to us. Um. So, one time you could keep your mask off until you're finished eating, and it's kind of weird too because, like, they allow you to keep your mask while you're walking in the hallway to go um, get a drink or go throw your food away. Ooh. Keep it off? Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's not cool. Oh. You know, that that seems like that bothers you. Does that bother you? It does. (laughs) He's like, heck yeah, it does. (laughs) Yes. Curtis, you seem like you're a little more conservative about this whole COVID thing. I am. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I I, I burped in my mask um, after eating. Have you done that, Curtis? Dare. <laughs> what? It, it, hey, this, this is real life. This is real. Curtis, look. Curtis, you know what I'm talking about. Abby, have you burped in your mask? Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Well, my face shield. But oh, yeah. yeah. You, so you, you, you have a little <laughs> more. The it, it kind of flows out of yours, but like for the rest of us, it, like it, it just, it's trapped. <laughs> You get yeah, all you get all the sour cream and onion chip <laughs> burp. Ow. I was trying to talk to Curtis about his feelings about this, but you you went into your old burp story. It's life. People burp. I'm sorry, babe. People burp in their mask. I'm sorry. I sneezed too. That was hard too. That sneezing too. That was a hard one too. Oh, oh, I was like, here it comes. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Look, Abby, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, but sneezing a face shield is embarrassing because, like, you see, like, <laughs> oh and my then you're gosh. like, oh, excuse me, I gotta go to the bathroom and, like, take it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Abby, you just made my day. This was this this was the highlight of this whole oh, segment. Oh, everybody right? looks too. It's Terrible. Oh yeah, doesn't wear to hide with that. And if it's not, yeah. Mm, Somebody mm. needs to invent something to fix that, like real quick. <laughs> like what? What'd you say, Grant? We could hear. Install like just windshield wipers at yeah. the top of the face shield. So you can just click a button and they just automatically clean yes. it. Yes. Collecting it just swishes it it's out. It's going to need some spray too because if you get like little snot. Yeah. It's- <laughs> See, babe, this, this is why I'm here. Yes. Yes. Because I think about things that you don't think about. Well, I may think about them. I just don't say them. Well, hey, bourbon and sneezing is a part of life. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all, y'all know you can't go the whole day without bourbon and sneezing. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Go on, babe. We're going to get rid of I don't know where we are now. Like, I'm lost. I am going to have to head out because I have to study for a math test tomorrow. Yay, Calc. Sajel, thank you so much. Actually, Sajel ended up kind of a a last minute addition, and we applaud you for your flexibility and allowing us to just grab you at the last second and say, hey, you want to be on the show today? So (laughs) thank you. Of course. I was raised being flexible. Excellent. Bye, Brielle. I love you. Bye, guys. That's sweet. Thank you. Study hard. Yeah. So sweet. Well, we are actually at the end of our show anyway. Yeah. Um, 
before I come up with some other things to think about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we do want to thank you guys so much and um, just wish you guys a wonderful school year. And I pray that the rest of us can join you too at some point soon because we are all tired of virtual learning. I think I can just speak for the entire world and say well, we want to get not, back to campus. Well, I'll speak I mean, for all the parents. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm loving it, but yeah, I'm a little bit, but, okay. Yeah. All right. You know, Noggin Educational Foundation is the premier sponsor of School Day, so we always want to let you guys know what's happening with Noggin. We're currently taking applications for two of our programs. Noggin offers 12 hours of free private tutoring to students through our educational coaching program. Also, through our ARD advocacy program, parents receive sp support in securing services and accommodations their kids need at school for learning disabilities and special needs. With the closure of schools, the education gap for low-income students has widened, and the one-on-one -on -one intervention we provide is vital. So see our website, nogginfoundation.org or email me at danita at nogginfoundation.org for more details. And as always, head to our website, schooldaysshow.com for more information about all that we're doing with Noggin and for the resources mentioned on School Days. And remember, you never have to miss a show. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and pretty much anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noggin Foundation. That's N-O-G-G-I-N. And lastly, we always want to end the show by saying that David and I are parenting by grace. We depend on God to give us the wisdom and strength we need to raise our kids into flourishing adults. And if you want to know more about that, please feel free to email us at info at schooldaysshow.com. Have a great week and stay safe. School Dazed is sponsored by Noggin Educational Foundation. At Noggin, we provide free educational resources to students from low-income families and support to their parents like the preceding broadcast. School Days is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. Please consider donating to Noggin at Noggin, N-O-G-G-I-N, foundation.org.